Are you ready for the end of the world? The end of the world of craziness? The end of the world of sarcasm? That's not going to happen. <laughs> Are you ready for the end of the world? Listen to Your Community Spirit, the show about caring, sharing, and preparing for the changes needed in the world as we know it. Let's bring back the circle again, the circle of friends, the circle of family, the circle of being. Wake up and be healthy and therefore wealthy to the peace and joy of Mother Earth. This is Orda Energy Mon, and this is a funny week. <laughs> yes, and this is Tree Song, and I agree, a funny week indeed. Why is it a funny week? Well, people have been complaining that Obama is not creating jobs. Well, he did a good job of creating a bunch of jobs for politicians this week, so <laughs> that's my one political joke, right? That's yeah. the only one I have in my arsenal. No, I'm sure I've got some more. What else funny this week? Well... A bunch of luxury cruise people got to go off grid. A lot of people want to go off grid, so here was a chance. Um, they didn't do that chance on purpose, but um, they got to um, eat a lot of vegetables because the refrigerators quit working, so they had to eat the vegetables. So a lot of people complained about that. What else did they complain about? A lot of canned meat, <laughs> otherwise known as spam. You wouldn't think a luxury cruise vessel would have, you know, spam, but... Yeah, you'd think they'd have something more, uh, I don't know, high-class, more edible. <laughs> well, they did, but they ate all that in the first day. Yeah, you know? I guess. <laughs> yeah, so so um, the ability to go off-grid... You wanna... We're going to play, um, play around with a little bit of spam. Yes, we're going to play with some spam today. Um, if you don't get our newsletter, you won't get a whole ballot, ballot of lovin'. The election 2010, the scope on energy and environmental ballot measures. You must get our newsletter because it is a whole lot of them. So, the majority of them passed. The majority of them passed, but not all of them did. So, I don't know. It's, um, you want to play the spam? <laughs> oh, I wasn't able to find the spam one, actually. Does anybody know where we can find a spam song? We wanted to make fun of. Yeah, because um, there's the great, I mean, the reason they have, uh, I mean, there's the, the word spam on the internet was created because of this Monty Python spam song. Uh, but they just got the whole skit online. And it's a great skit, you know, but we've only got a half-hour radio show, so <laughs> we can't fit like a five, ten-minute skit. Yeah. But I don't like Spam. <laughs> so um, there, was a, there was a lot of complaints. Um, my, favorite, the, my favorite thing was on the news, the person compared what happened to them to the Titanic. <laughs> yes, four days of having no electricity compares <laughs> to the Titanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess they can complain, but um, I wouldn't complain too much. You get a free trip. He <laughs> <laughs> You get another trip for free plus your money back. So yeah, you could. I suppose you could sell that trip to somebody. But living off grid. There are at least ten R's, and recycling is the least of them. We reprise and reiterate: we need to go to zero waste instead of recycling. Huh. That's right. 
We used to repair things. Now we recycle them. Which is better? Repairing. <laughs> yeah. Did you know it's recycling week? Oh, yeah. So, of um, what are the 10 R's? Uh, yeah, I knew about three, but we've got uh, uh, refuse. Simply don't buy stuff that is overpackaged. Uh, rot, compost what is left over, turning it into valuable nutrients. Refill. In Ontario, Canada, 88% of beer bottles are returned to the beer store, washed, and then refilled. Just south of the border in the U.S., the number drops to under 5%. And, I mean, um, when I was in Mexico, you would buy a Coke bottle, like one of the old-style Coke bottles or yeah. any soda bottle. And the bottle itself was worth twice of what was in it. <laughs> yeah. So you could literally bring two bottles in and get a free full one. Yeah. <laughs> so nobody threw them away. I mean, um, the the restaurants and stores, you know, you had the choice. You could either um, pay a deposit or, you know, if you walked out with the bottle, you had to pay more. Yeah. You know? So uh-huh. at restaurants, you know, if you left the bottle, they didn't charge you so much for your drink. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. That's one of those things that just makes sense, you know. like there's It actually did make sense. <laughs> yeah. It Two makes kinds. sense in dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um Return. Producers should take back what they sell. Actually, more and more of them are doing that, and some of them, it's an actual mandate and a law in some areas that if you sell something, you have to take it back. So, Yeah. So uh, repair, we talked about. Uh, fix and mend things rather than replacing them. Uh, repurpose. If you're handy, a lot of things can be put to different uses than they were originally intended. You know, if you've got some item you don't want to use and it happens to be square, you could use it as a little uh, a little shelf or a little uh, table of some sort. That means we have to get creative. <laughs> Come on. I just yeah. want to buy something and throw it away and buy something else. Yeah. I want to be told what I need. I remember when I was still in college, I got creative. I ate a lot of pizza, so I had these pizza boxes, and I made like a little bookshelf out of pizza boxes. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did. I've actually seen where they made a chair, a lounge chair out of telephone books. Mm-hmm. They literally made it like this wavy chair. And oh, it was yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen a, a picture of that. There's a great magazine called Ready Made, and it's all about how to repurpose stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I imagine, I mean, how many, how, how many cardboard boxes thick did you have to stack them to be strong enough to hold anything? Uh, it wasn't that bad, actually. Yeah? Uh, you'd be surprised at the integrity of the, uh, the cardboard. Yeah. I think it was just one one box thick per shelf and it held the books it was a pretty small bookshelf you know yeah <laughs> and your room would smell like pizza that would not work for me i yeah. would always be hungry but yeah that was a, probably eventually a downfall is that you know they were pizza boxes um so reuse this is always boring but we do definitely throw away too much stuff out well too soon you know so yeah. and if you do all that there really should be nothing left to recycle and that's how it should be so, yeah, they all of the other ones come before uh, recycling. You know, recycling is the last resort. If you're stuck with this thing and you've got no other use for it, uh, you got to recycle it. I mean, I think it's pretty funny that people feel like, okay, I'm not throwing it away now. I'm recycling it. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know appeases your environmental soul. <laughs> but um, if you bought it, you are creating waste, no matter how you put it. The hottest idea is coming out of um, Green Bill 2010. Next week is Green Bill up in Chicago. Now, I'm going to kind of wonder about the 20,000 architects, engineers, and builders flying all the way to Chicago, you know, (laughs) 
Um, that's not very green, but there is a lot to see and learn. And I actually do have two tickets. Now, the tickets are like $275, and I'm teaching class next week. So um, one of the vendors who are there um, invited me to go, and so I do have a couple tickets. If you want to act like you're me, you can have one, and then you can act like you're somebody else and have uh-huh. the other. Um, this year, the Sustainable Building Event, Green Build International Conference and Expo, is back in Chicago. Um, it has actually been a very difficult year for the U.S. Green Building Council, overlord of both LEED, the Leadership in Environmental Energy and Environmental Design, and Green Build. But I do think this show will be a very interesting one. One of the biggest things that they've been talking about is daylighting and natural light. So there's high-tech ways of lighting, but mm. the cheapest way is always going to be just using daylight. Yep. So um, there, there's a lot more information if you get our newsletter all about all the different things that are at GreenBuild. And how do people get our newsletter if they want to sign up? Oh, well, they could just uh, tell me mm. telepathically or over the radio waves, but the easiest way is email. Yeah. <laughs> the isn't that funny? Like, it's so high-tech, but it's the easiest way to contact each other. <laughs> yeah, the easiest way is to connect a string of computers together over hundreds of miles of distance and have satellites communicating. And <laughs> <laughs> um, It'd be even easier if I told you this. Info at yourcommunityspirit.org. Or you can email me at treesong at treesong.org. But I just did. Oh, you said or <laughs> different. Order. I always walk into that pun, don't I? <laughs> So, um, should we have a, a war? Let's see. What kind of war should we have? How about uh, horticulture wars? Excuse me? <laughs> yes, horticulture wars. A culture of whores having wars. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> okay. Please clarify, kind sir. Yes, horticulture has to do with plants, and paint and seed grenade launcher aims to bomb the blight out of America. Okay, now explain this. <laughs> a paint and seed grenade launcher. Yes, uh, roving bands of hopeful Americans are improving the places they live by means of guerrilla warfare, <laughs> painting bike lane art, uh, planting tulips, and setting up street cafes. It's community activism for the impatient, and Memphis artist and photographer Tommy Wilson is the latest to join the ranks of those pimping the pavement. Pimping the pavement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, founder of the brand new project Bomb the Blight, uh, Wilson is stocking his arsenal, a.k.a. his air cannon, with modified seed bombs. If you don't know, seed bombs are biodegradable balloons pumped with plant-based paint, native wildflower seeds, fertilizer, organic matter, and a splash of color. Now, see, back in the day, seed bombs for me were just mud and seeds, but he's, he's advanced the technology. He's so an he can, artiste. Yes, he's an artiste, so he's made it into something he could put into an air cannon. <laughs> the idea is to have community members fire these bombs of public art into areas of urban blight, such as an abandoned lot where they'll release explosions of color and lay the groundwork for native blooms next spring. Now, do you know what they call urban blight now? Uh, what do they call it now? Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a transformation of ruin porn into nature porn. Ruin porn. Yeah. That's a new word that I came across a couple weeks ago. Ruin porn <laughs> is the word for urban blight. Basically, those lots and, you know, bunged-up buildings that are just... Well, going to ruins. Yeah. Yep. In a very bad it, way. <laughs> yes, very bad, very visually shocking way. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
So here's something that's visually unshocking. <laughs> Anti-advertising billboard showcases the clean air around it. If there's any reason you would want to get on our newsletter, just to see this picture of basically there is metal framework and then in the middle there is no billboard. <laughs> <laughs> On the road to Canada through Blaine, Washington, a jumble of stainless steel rods takes the form of a billboard, sharply framing the good job done by the Clean Air Act while also giving instant weather updates. <laughs> instant weather updates. You get it? Yeah. You just look through. the. It's like an empty billboard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's, cloudy. Cloudy it's today. Like, <laughs> it's like um, it's uh, cloudy with a touch of sunshine. Wow. You could just look and see. You don't even have to look on your um, smartphone. I did that the other day. I looked on the smartphone to see what the weather outside was like. I was yeah. just like, come on. You're an idiot. Just walk out the door. Walk out the door, yeah. It's better if you're outside and you're looking at the weather. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go. Flip through these couple last ones so we can get to the happenings, because this happens to be a happening town. Yes, uh, so our happenings. Let's see. Oh, yeah, our, at one of our mainstays of our happenings, the Rice and Spice uh, International Slow Food Dinner. Happens every Friday at 6 p.m. at Guy House Interfaith Center, 913 South Illinois in Carbondale. This week they're cooking Turkish with Celine. Uh, just what is slow food? Well, you know what fast food is, right? Unfortunately, yeah, I do. Come on. I mean, yeah, I've had fast food before. Well, it was pretty f- fast, too. And it's it, pretty like, fast. Fastly made my belly fast. Sir. <laughs> yeah. Go, goes in, goes right in you, goes right through you. <laughs> really fast. Uh, yes. Uh, well, at a slow food dinner, uh, people meet and cook together, taking time to enjoy the company and savor the meal. Food is supposed to be savored with company? Yeah, it's a crazy idea, isn't it? Wow. I thought you're just supposed to go, like, zip through the drive-through and just and eat shovel it, it down yeah. before you get home. Well, or, you know, eat it while you're driving. I mean, yeah, that's that's it's actually pretty um, common. Yeah. <laughs> so, But not at, it's not common at Rice and Spice because they take their time there to do things right. We forgot to mention the holidays. Oh, yes. Did you know that today is National Donor Sabbath? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. And tomorrow happens to be World Kindness Day. Ah. So be kind to the world and the world... Well, actually, I think it's the day the world is kind to you, right? Uh Yeah. Hopefully, you know, the world will be kind to you on that day. It's like... So uh, in in case it isn't, though, on Sunday, it's uh, Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day, so... However the world treats you on Saturday, Sunday's a day to uh, relax, uh, loosen up, lighten up. And so we mentioned it's Recycles Week. Well, Monday, November 15th, is America's Recycles Day. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, a nationwide day of um, recycling. Um, Monday is also Eid al-Adha, the Feast of the Sacrifice, Islamic. It begins at sundown. I Love to Write Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and National Bunt Day. Huh. I do love to write. Yeah. So, so well, one day's yeah. a day to write. Yeah, you, you get one day so, <laughs> to love. Yes, one day to finish uh, an entire novel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, so let's see. Uh, uh, Tuesday is the uh, UN International Day for Tolerance. I thought it said intolerance, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly for a lot of people, every day is Intolerance Day, but uh, Tuesday is the one day they have to be tolerant. <laughs> so this is pretty unique. 
Saturday is World Kindness Day, Sunday is Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day, and then Monday is International Day for Intolerance. Yes. <laughs> I said intolerance. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Wednesday happens to be Homemade Bread Day. I actually have never personally made bread. I never have either. I've well, eaten homemade bread. <laughs> I have used one of those, like, bread machines. <laughs> But you literally, like, put the ingredients in there, and then it mixes it and <laughs> times it and cooks it and all that. Yeah. So, um... I've, uh, I've toasted bread. <laughs> I have helped people make bread, <laughs> but I'm I'm going to have to try to remember Wednesday to make some bread. Yeah. Um, I've made cornbread in the pan on the top of the stove bread. Hey, I've made bread. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, um, Wednesday is also National Educational Support Professionals Day. And the anniversary of the Suez Canal. Yes, and uh, Thursday is the Great American Smokeout. Now, uh, I don't go around telling people to quit smoking if they're smokers, but if you want to quit smoking, uh, the Great American Smokeout is a day for that. And I will be happy to, to knock the cigarette you. out of your fit mouth. Yeah. What? If you want me to be your personal coach, I will knock the cigarette out of your mouth. I'll tell you stories about what smoking does to people. You're like, today is the day. That's not a day that everybody like gets smoked. It's <laughs> like, it's the day you you out yourself as a smoker. Yes. It's your day, if you want to quit smoking, to start doing so. All right. So. I'll be glad to be your personal coach. My email address is treesong at treesong.org. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, <laughs> I've got to tell my friends of this. I have two friends who are Scorpios who are married. Thursday is Married to a Scorpio Support Day. And you could support them quit smoking. That would be a lot of support. Yeah. Or you could support them not. <laughs> no matter what, you have to support them that day. All right. Yeah. It's also the birthday of Mickey Mouse. Uh, he's yeah. an animated character. I'm not quite sure how he has a birthday. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I Wouldn't it be anniversary the first day that he was, like, invented? Yeah, that's probably the day of that little cartoon. Uh, yeah. Steampunk. Uh, steam. <laughs> I almost said steampunk. Uh, Steamboats. Willie. <laughs> so we have a bunch of good days. Again, Saturday is World Kindness Day. Sunday is Loosen Up, Lighten Up Day. Monday is, um, I already forgot what it was. I Love to Write Day. And then uh, Tuesday is International Day for Intolerance. Okay, so these are all, like, good days. Can we have a bad day? Well, how about next Friday? Friday, next Friday, November 19th, is Have a Bad Day Day. <laughs> I guess you just get it out of the way, have that one day be the bad day. and One day a year, you're allowed to have a bad day, huh? The other 364 get to be good days. Yep. And next Friday is also the anniversary of the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> that was a bad day for Abraham Lincoln, right? <laughs> well, he gave a good address. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the happenings. Those are the days of the week. If you would like your happenings to, well, happen, yes. you must send them to the... Happening guys, which happen to be us. I couldn't figure out another way to put happening in there. Yes. <laughs> Saturdays, just till the end of this month, get your veggies while you can. The farmer's market from Saturday from 8 until noon on the west side of town. It's wrapping up for the season. Get your apples. Um, it's, it's almost pretty much done for the season. I mean, there's a lot of... Um, I went there last week, and there was actually quite a bit of vegetables. I got a whole uh, bushel of tomatoes, mm-hmm. so which my tomatoes actually made it to last Friday. Yeah, and then they got frosted, and so 
Tomatoes mm. in November. Tomatoes galore. Yeah, I don't think there's global warming happening. No, not at all. <laughs> so after you get done with your uh, veggie shopping, you can go to the Vigil for Peace. That's uh, Peace is always in season, uh, even after November. But uh, they're having that this Saturday at noon at the Town Square Pavilion. Repeal the death penalty in Illinois. Did you know that it's still allowed to, well, kill people? Um, well, if you're the government. Um, repeal the death penalty in Illinois Lobby Day. Tuesday, November 16th at 6. It says a.m. Can that be possible? Uh, yep. uh, yeah, I guess Leaving so. at 6 a.m., returning by 6 p.m. That's because they have to drive up to the Capitol. Illinois is going to repeal its death penalty. That's right. Help the legislators take the final step. There will be a van going up on November 16th, leaving at 6 a.m. and returning at 6 p.m. For more information, call Sarah Heyer at 549-5230 or at hey, or H-E-Y-S-A-R-41 at yahoo.com. Hmm. And if you didn't get any of that, well, you're going to have to sign up for our newsletter. So. <laughs> All right, uh, other happenings, uh, giving you some notice here on this one coming up next week already. Ah, it sneaks up on you. Uh, David David Ovix is coming to town. Uh, he's coming to town next Wednesday. We should play a song of his. Oh, yeah, we should. Yeah. Maybe we can close out the show with something by him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Most of his stuff we can't play on the show, though. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I'm trying to think. I, I think all of his stuff is profanity-free. It's just it's so intense oh, that you would think... That's right. Now that you mentioned it. I think it. he may have one song. I'm trying to think, but you almost right. all of it's just he's just so intense that you think he's like he's, he's you know, he's he's metaphorically cussing out, you know, our, our our leaders for sending people off to war and things like that. You're right. I think you I don't think there is any songs that actually have bad words in it. Yeah, he's that it reminds me of a saying my mom used to have that uh if if you say profanity it's because you don't have a good vocabulary that you know, you don't have the 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 eloquence to what say the something. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> but da- David Robix has the eloquence to do the equivalent of cussing out an entire nation without uh, actually saying naughty words. <laughs> huh. But he's, he's a very impassioned, a very um, politically minded uh, musician. It's it's folk at its finest. You know, if folk, political folk. And uh, you can go to davidrovix.com to, to check him out and as a preview. Uh, David R O V I C S dot com, and uh, so he's been to Carbondale a couple times in the past five years. But if you missed him, this is your chance to see him. If you've seen him, you're probably eager to see him again. Um, for tickets, you can contact uh, Lori at five four nine eight two five five, or Celeste at two zero three three five seven one. And so that's coming up. Uh, Next Wednesday, 7 to 9 p.m., back room at the Long Branch Coffee House. And seating is limits. Yeah, seating limited. is limited. It was uh, a few days or a week ago, uh, Lori told me that they were, they'd already filled up maybe half or three quarters of it. I forget exactly, but it's filling up. So hopefully they've still got a few seats left for you. And you can also go to the weekly Peace Vigil every Saturday from 12 to 1 at the Town Square Pavilion and um, find uh, Lori or Celeste there and yeah. pick up some tickets there. So. so if you show up this Saturday at the Town Square Pavilion, there they will be. And it is, uh, all the proceeds go to the Peace Coalition of Southern Illinois. So that's good. So that is what is next Wednesday. Next Thursday, 
November 18th at 6 p.m. is the annual Vegetarian Thanksgiving. Now, I would like people to um, email me what they think is the oldest date that they've been to one of these Vegetarian Thanksgiving dinners. Because I would like to know how long this Vegetarian Thanksgiving dinner has been going on. Yeah. It's been going on as long as I can remember, you know, as long well, as I've been in town. Oh, as long as you can remember. That's like <laughs> many years. Oh, yeah. Well, as long as I can remember coming to the Interfaith Center. <laughs> so I'll put it that way. I, I would say, I mean, it's been probably 12 years that I know of, probably. So this is the longest running, best attended, and favorite events for the Guy House Interfaith Center to host. And uh, these dinners are the best way for all the far-flung friends to meet and mingle you know, people come back actually to come to this dinner and enjoy, you know, each other's favorite vegetarian recipes. And if you're not a vegetarian, just ask someone who has been to it before. With the food, is this good? You actually forget about the meat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's just, um, and there's, one of the things is just the local cider. Just one, yeah. of, the, one of the drinks is the local apple cider that is provided in a very spiced and warm way. So it's that's just the start of your meal. So um, again, that is next Thursday at 6 p.m. And if you would like to help out, people will be cooking all day Wednesday and all day Thursday. You can just stop by the Guy House Interface Center, which is at uh, 913 South Illinois Avenue. Mm-hmm. All right, so are we? I think that's all. Our, oh, I do want to mention one. Uh, quick happening too. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, coming up on Saturday, uh, November 20th at 7 p.m. The Guy House Interfaith Center is initiating a 50th anniversary capital campaign to preserve their building. Uh, so they're going to have Bob Swenson and Michael Patinsky, uh, who recently received an award from Landmarks Illinois for their work for preservation project in Cairo. Uh, their lecture titled "The Communities University." will reflect on SIU's historic mission of connecting the community with the university. Uh, so you can contact the Guy House Interfaith Center, uh, uh, 618-549-7387, uh, to register for that and get additional details. Or you can go online to ourguyahouse.org, yeah. and there's online registration there for the event. Um, this is a chance to not only support... Uh, the Guy House Interface Center, but to learn about um, engaging history and architecture students with local community leaders. Yeah, you I can... mean, um, and there's the usual hors d'oeuvres, but there is something unique. There is local wine and beer provided by local, I was going to say suppliers, but producers, local wine and beer will be provided also. So, more information, ourguyhouse.org. Yeah, and ourguyhouse.org slash registration will take you straight to the registration. All right. So, Mm -hmm. this has been another exciting, informative, and in-your-face, well, I just kind of in-the-face the the mic, (laughs) saying this is probably your last weekend before it actually gets really cold to get out into the woods and enjoy the nature. And all the trees are, like, kind of colorful, too. Yeah. So you can act like you're in Maine, or you can act like you're, I don't know, somewhere that is, um, what is it? 
springtime. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's been springtime, so get your chance to get spring before winter gets here. Yeah, I've been joking about how, you know, oh, look at the springtime weather. Wait, but, <laughs> springtime weather. May okay. as well enjoy it while it's here. So uh, we'll, we'll send you out here with some uh, David Rovix. Um, I love I love this one. It, it's short and it's beautiful. It's uh, Behind the Barricades by David Rovix. When the world has gone crazy And it's all becoming clear When they're gunning down our comrades And it seems the end is near As they're loading up the launchers For the tear gas grenades We can take off our bandanas And kiss behind the barricades When it's madness all around and you can see this at a glance We will sing and we will cry We will laugh and we will dance As they shout their marching orders Beneath the helicopter blades We shall seize the moment For a kiss behind the barricades They will try to break our spirit And at times they may succeed but our love for the world is stronger than their greed. When the building is surrounded and hope begins to fade, in my final hour, a kiss behind the barricades. As the movement grows, there will be hills and bends, but at the center of the struggle are your lovers and your friends. And the more we hold each other up, the less we can be swayed. Here's to love and solidarity and a kiss behind the barricades. <laughs> 